0: Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, May 17th, 2021. I'm Herb Morgan, Senior Managing Director and Chief Investment Officer here at Efficient Market Advisors. This is our weekly economic and market commentary. Don't forget you can follow me throughout the week for, for uh, more frequent updates on Twitter at ETF underscore strategist or just Herb Morgan on LinkedIn. Everything you're about to see and or hear. Uh, is for informational purposes only. There is no recommendation for the purchase or sale of any securities uh, in this presentation, which by the way is also a podcast available on all the podcast uh, formats. So we had a pretty much read across the board week, nothing major, but the bottom line was we have got through the phenomenal earnings season and markets have turned their attention to an unexpected but expected scare related to inflation. Prices are going through the roof. We're going to talk about more talk about that more as we progress through today's uh, podcast and commentary. S and P was down a little more than one percent for the week. That's even after a pretty strong two day rally on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Mid cap stocks a little bit more international, about the same. Emerging markets really took the brunt of it, down about three percent on the week, hanging on to positive gains for the year, but really not much, about one and three quarters percent. But with inflation comes higher interest rates. With higher interest rates comes lower bond prices. So a little bit lower, really not much, about a third of a percent for high yield in the aggregate bond. Longer dated maturity treasuries, the 20 plus index down about one and three quarters percent. So let's move into the economic data. Uh, First, let's talk about small business optimism from the National Federation of Independent Businesses. Came at a five month high. So that was good. Uh, 99.8, a little below expectations, and certainly well below sort of the highs of about two or three years ago. Sales expectations and plans to increase capital spending led the gain. That was a positive. But on the negative side, there was a lack of labor, and this is holding back their ability to grow. Um, those people reporting positions unable to be filled rose 44%. And a full 31%, almost a third of respondents said they're going to need to increase compensation. So if they're gonna need to increase compensation, that calls into question the statement that the Fed has been making that this inflation bump is transitory. Uh, You can have the price of corn or copper go down, but uh, the price of wages and labor doesn't go down so easily once it's locked in. Speaking of wages and labor, let's take a look at jobs openings. Job openings, the JOLTS report for the month of March rose. To about 8.1 million way above expectations about 600,000, the highest number of job openings in the country since we began tracking this data which was back in 2000 even in february's number which was a pretty good number got revised higher to 7.53 and this number which i don't talk about much but it's job openings minus hires right so we report an opening and we hire that gap tells you the upward pricing pressure on labor is significant, it's the largest number on record, that gap of openings minus hires over 2 million. That's great for labor, getting it back to work, but we're really having a hard time getting everybody back to work. Uh, three major concerns being cited. Number one, coronavirus, is it safe? Number two, if I do go back, I can't get child childcare. My kids aren't back in school with many of the nation's largest school districts still uh focused on remote learning. And number three, I'm getting paid more uh than ever before to sit at home because the federal government is um, is supplementing the state unemployment benefits and maybe a combination of those Three, Uh, initial weekly claims for unemployment dropped again. That's great, 473000 is better than expectation. Continuing claims fell as well, Uh, all good. Uh, But that's not really truly a healthy jobs market, uh, continuing claims. So this kind of almost contradicts a little bit the the prior slide, right? So if we're still getting initial claims for unemployment, you can't say those people are not, not willing to come back. They're getting laid off in this particular sense. And for a healthy and for a robust labor market, we need to see that number down in the threes, down in the threes, although we're certainly getting closer, much, much closer, and that's really, really good. Here's what shocked the market last week, and this is what caused things to be a little bit difficult for equities. It's this sort of shock rise in CPI, or Consumer Price Index. The Consumer Price Index gained 8 tenths of a percent and is now up on a year-over-year basis 4.2 percent that's four that's not a misprint 4.2 percent the core which backs out food and energy because food and energy can be very volatile they can go up quickly they can go down quickly but the core is still up three percent a year the fed's target for core consumer inflation now, they use a different metric called PCE personal consumption expenditures but that metric, is up 3% and their target is two. In all my career, when this happened, the Fed would take action and begin to raise rates. We're beginning to see other central banks around the world raise rates. Our Fed is very much doubling down, very much convinced that this inflation spike is transitory related to the base effect from one year ago and is willing to let inflation go higher to make up for an average in some of the lower prints we had over the last decade. You can see down below the green line. Um, Will this this roll off in a couple of months? Sure, some of it will roll off, but not all of it. PPI or producer price index charts look almost identical. PPI for April, um, 6.2% year over year. Again, one year base, base comparison understood. Core PPI up 4%. But these are sharp, sharp, sharp spikes related to uh, to the reopening. Retail sales also came out last week um, for April, estimated to come up one percent, but um, came out pretty high, ten point seven percent. I'm sorry, that was the March gain was re- revised higher. We were unchanged versus a down one percent. But you can see here, um, the percentage change from a year ago now is very very high because a year ago we had everything completely locked down I want to spend another minute here on uh, on prices one year percentage price change this is um, data I put together here this morning so the core PCE that's the number the Fed uses to determine whether or not they're meeting their statutory mandate they have two statutory mandates right full employment and core inflation they define their target at two percent for inflationary purposes and that core pce is up one and a half percent you can see here the core and that, but it's through 331 on may 20 i think it's the 24th of the 28th we'll get an updated number through april but when you look across here and you see ppi at six cpi at four gold six and a half uh, nominal pce inflation is at 11 percent coffee 28 percent sugar 47 Gasoline 62, corn 80, and this is lumber. It's really affecting home prices, up about 350 percent year over year. Uh, we heard from uh, the we heard from the Federal Reserve that industrial production rose seven tenths of a percent. Capacity utilization is up to about 75. That traditionally doesn't start causing inflationary pressures till you get closer to 80. So we'll see what happens there. Business inventories uh, rose three tenths of a percent after gaining six tenths in February. Sales are up uh, after a prior month slightly slight decline. A huge miss on University of Michigan consumer sentiment. Uh, it fell, actually, month over month to 82.8, expected to have risen to 90. Why the drop? Inflation. Current conditions uh, fell, but it was all about the respondents saying, we are worried about inflation. We are seeing the price of everything go up, everything even used car prices are up 20 percent on a year-over-year basis at this point so this week um we're going to get new york state manufacturing housing uh, sentiment housing starts and permits this one here wednesday the fomc meeting notes is going to be pretty important i believe it's going to be important because this is going to determine when are they going to start thinking about thinking now this these minutes were were, took place, this meeting of which the minutes represent took place before the surprise CPI and PPI print. So maybe we don't get too much uh, juice out of that, but then we've got initial jobless claims, Philly Fed, uh, some PMIs, and housing sales. Uh, don't forget, um, download us on, uh, on your favorite podcasting format. Our podcast is called Slaying Bulls and Bears, making the complex and complicated simple and sensical. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great week. We look forward to talking to you again next week.